All right, guys. This is Anime Degens, episode one. My name is Bass. Um, Dan. Tyler. And together, we're your Anime Degens. Guys, we got a lot planned for today's episode, including who we are, what this show's about, and of course, plenty of anime topics. Guys, me, I'm really excited about this show. How y'all doing this, this fine day? I'm doing good. You know, I'm really excited to uh, dive into this little journey we got going on here. Um, I think it's yes, sir. a great way for us, you know, like kind of collectively put down thoughts. I mean, we all watch anime and we all kind of just blow through it, but we never actually get down and collectively talk about it at this kind of level. So I'm really excited about that. How about you, Tyler? Well, I'll tell you what, I've watched a lot of anime today in preparation of this episode. And, uh, yeah, it's 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 been it's been a rough day. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, man. I've been I've been grinding so hard on this uh, today. I mean, really, all last week because uh, I had a lot a lot of stuff going on, but got it yeah. done. Got it done at least for the most part. <laughs> yeah, we we love anime, you know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Facts. And uh, to our audience, man, uh, before we kind of get into who we are and and some of the topics on this podcast uh we want to kind of tell you a little bit about our visions for this podcast since this is episode one and uh for myself all i'm really trying to do you know share my love of the genre uh with some people learn a little bit more about shows i wouldn't normally watch and you know kind of just get outside of my comfort zone see what i can learn yeah i definitely agree with you on that man you know i think uh one of the most things i'm excited for is to uh Hopefully, you know, with all these new gen anime kids, we can introduce them to some of the classics. Uh, you know, I've been watching this for a long time, and uh, a lot of these young kids got to learn, you know? Uh, but yeah, no, let the old heads put that knowledge on them. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, uh, yeah, same as you, man. I'm really excited to get out of my comfort zone. I know uh, Tyler here is, uh, he's a little more broad with his, uh, the genres of anime that he watches. So I'm really excited to get some recommendations from him check out some different shows and uh, all around just provide a fun place uh, here, the discord, everywhere else to uh, geek out about anime and just kind of create a good time. So for sure, for sure. And I'm going to go ahead and get this out of the way. I have not watched that much anime guys. Uh, so you, Dan and Tyler have a lot more, uh, I guess, breadth of knowledge about the subject in general, but I'm excited. I think that's cap. Honestly, is it? Is yeah, it for yeah, real? Yeah. Okay, I had yeah. I had to make my top ten. I was like, "Fuck, I'm running out of shows." <laughs> <laughs> Is it that bad? <laughs> oh no! We'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it, dude. <laughs> don't even give me a, well. That was just say, don't even give me a start at the top ten. Trying to figure out like oh. seven through ten was so difficult because there's so many different things that could fit there depending on what mood I'm in. You know? Yes, oh. sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. For me, like six through ten, you know, it's it's like a toss up, man. Like I got so many good shows that could fit there, you know. Like one through five is pretty solid for me, though. But six through ten, uh, it's it could change. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, sir. For sure. Uh, I mean, my vision, you know, is about about the same as y'all's. Uh, uh, as far as like Black Clover stands, you know, we want to try to introduce them to you know better shows show. you know better a, shows a good show yeah you know yeah, yeah. Ouch. and we we just want to talk about you know i feel like we just want to talk about anime you know and maybe help someone else find a good show or their top show 
and maybe even start, you know, watching anime, you know, even if they haven't started yet, you know, maybe it's a good time. Maybe we can find a good show for them to start, you know. Love that, man. Some more weebs. Love that. Mm-hmm. Love that. Okay. Perfect. Well, I guess next we're going to get into it. We're just going to do a kind of a brief little personal intro of everyone just so you guys can get an idea of who we are when we start to watch an anime and um you know what our experiences are with the genre and the art form so uh i guess i'll get started so you know i've uh i've been watching anime for about as long as i can remember you know i used to uh get off the school bus in elementary school and start right up with the tsunami lineup going from pokemon through dragon ball and dragon ball z yu hakusho roni kenshin and gundam wing so been at it for a long time uh you know i'm 30 so that's uh oh god uh that's a long time ago man 20, uh, i'm 29 <laughs> but almost 30 it's 20 21 or i 21 or 22 years um my anime background can drink a beer so <laughs> i've been around the block for a while <laughs> it's legal it's bro, legally <laughs> we're all boomers now bro let's face it yeah we up there <laughs> <laughs> but you know that's what i was saying i'm excited to bring some of the the old head anime to some of these uh people who are just getting into it nowadays mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. you know and uh you know after a little bit you know not having uh high-speed internet like we're all blessed with now in my younger days it was the classic tsunami lineup but once we got that going you know i really really like i don't want to say i ever stopped watching anime but when that happened and I could go to sketchy anime websites like Anime Ram and Kiss Anime and all that, and like Yo, I feel that. watch Bleach, <laughs> Naruto Shippuden, Fairy Tail, all of the classic like early two thousands anime, just back to back to back and binge them. Oh, that's when that's when I got hooked, you know. And um, mm-hmm. it's uh, been a freight train ever since. So we've got a, gotcha, we've got a lot gotcha. of shows under the belt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for me, I guess you know I watched like Pokemon when I was like four or five years old, but I didn't really like know that was anime. You know, you just it's you know Cartoon Sunday or whatever it is when you wake up. Um, but the first time I actually realized I, I liked anime, I think I think it had to be like third grade, which I, I guess that's when I learned what anime was because kind of me and the the neighborhood kids were like talking in one of those you know those big green box transformers they have in like apartment building neighborhoods and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we were all just kind of hanging out there. And I mentioned I watched Toonami, you know, stuff like DBZ, Gundam Wing, uh, a little bit of Sailor Moon, and whatever else came on there. My, my friend was like, oh, you like anime? It's like, man, what is that? And then he kind of explained it to me. I was like, oh, shit. Well, I, I, I guess I do like anime. So that's how I, I, I got into the game, I guess. Um, and then I, you know, started watching like Yu-Gi-Oh and all that stuff. And I probably got back into it um, around like 2012 when I heard about uh, the Pirate Bay. Um, you know, I was selling the high seas back in the day. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> and um, and one of my roommates was like, oh, did you, you know, you, do you like Gundam? And I was like, bro, I used to watch Gundam all the time, right? From Toonami. And, man, me and him, I think it was like a whole semester. We were just like blowing through Gundam. It was, it was pretty sick. I really enjoyed that. So that's how I got back into it. And then from there, I started watching AOT. I think it came out the year or two after that. And just spiraled up from there, man. 
Okay, okay. Well, um, you know, unlike Tuna or Dan and Bass over here, I'm not, I'm not, I didn't get to watch like all them shows, you know, when I was younger. I didn't have like Satellite or, of course, we didn't have internet back in the day like that. Uh, we watched Pokemon, some Yu-Gi-Oh uh, when I was growing up, played the card games, video games, you know. Uh, Pokemon Yellow, where's my fans at, you know? Yes, uh, sir. That taught me how to read, man. <laughs> exactly, bro. I learned how to read from Pokemon Red, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those are the shit, you know? I mean, back in the day, on our, you know, Game Boy colors and stuff with no backlight, you know? Yeah. It's tough out in them streets. It was, yeah. it was. Uh, what was that, the SD that had the backlight? Yeah, yeah, that's the first that one. That shit to, changed. Uh, the game, SP, bro. dude. Yeah. I think the, uh, didn't they have like a non-folding one or something that had like a backlight too? Uh, back in the day? No, the, the, I don't think so. I think you might be no? thinking about the advance, but you had to have a light for yeah, it. Yeah, dude. Oh, okay, okay. I had a, yeah, I had yeah. the clear advance of the matching light. That was a pretty big deal. <laughs> Yes, sir. I had the same thing. I thought I was the shit on my block. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I probably stopped watching anime. I mean, like I said, I didn't watch it very much, but I stopped altogether probably when I was around a teenager. I think uh, I got back into it around 2019. I think it was uh, a friend of mine. who was watching Naruto, and he got into Shippuden. And was talking about the crazy fight scenes, you know, the pain arc, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, they be um, boxing. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, man. You know, one of the top arcs, you know, in anime, you know, pain. It is what it is. Uh, but so I started, I started watching Naruto, and I like went through it really fast. I mean, I'd stop on my way home from work, you know. Um, eat at a restaurant or something just drive through pick up some drive through set my car and just watch an episode or two just just while i was sitting there eating just so i could just get through a couple episodes i was just hooked dedication uh, yeah i mean i was hooked man and after i finished you know naruto and shibiden like i watched it probably two more times before i even started watching another anime it was bad um <laughs> <laughs> but uh <laughs> uh yeah so that's that's how i returned uh to anime um now i'm i'm very like like they said um very broad genre uh i watch a little bit of everything um romance uh slice of life action isekais you name it uh, just anything everything yeah, I'm excited to learn uh, a little bit about some of the stuff you watch, because uh, I think when we were putting this thing together, you you de- you described everything that I watch as uh, shonen, which is <laughs> fairly accurate. <laughs> it's fairly accurate. Shonen is almost as broad as a description as anime at this point, dude. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. That's true. Compared to me, show y'all y'all watch shonen. Yeah, yeah, we'll say that. I like that. Yeah, I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna go with it. My favorite isekai is Shonen, so I can't really talk. <laughs> what is what is it? Sword Art. That's the only one I've really watched. Yeah. Really? That's, yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, that's a classic can... Shonen anime right there. Dude. Well, it's not we though. Get... It's a light novel. Oh. 
the culture on this guy. Hey, we we got to get some more under your belt. Come on now, Isekai is like one of the top genres nowadays. I got a lot. I'm almost I'm almost done catching up with Gundam, dude. Once I get those all out of the way, I only got like 18 <laughs> different more series to go. Uh, what Gundam are you watching right now? Uh, so I just finished up. Oh shit, which one was it? I just finished up watching Wing again because I really like Gundam Wing. That's like probably my favorite. Wing is gas. That's probably my favorite, but I'm going to get started on the Seed, the Seed series next, all of them. Okay. That's a uh, that's Mecha. Mecha stuff, yeah. That's Mecha's, dude. Big Mecha. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. My weakness. The the resident <laughs> Mecha, Mecha specialist in this group probably. <laughs> my weakness. It hurts me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess going off of that, uh, Tyler, what are some shows you're watching right now? You know, kind of give us a snippet of uh, a day in the week or a week in the life of uh, Tyler when it comes to watching some anime, you know? Well, right now, you know, we got the One Piece, you know, best peak fiction anime peak. show out there right now. Probably ever will be out there. Uh, yeah, I said it. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, we got My Hero academia you know that's that's a really good show as well uh i'm also watching some winter 23 shows right now like yeah tomo chan is a girl the angel next door door spoils me rotten uh nin jin fushin i think i said that right i can't hardly talk so it is you know it'll be what it'll be um spy classroom uh, some other shows I'm watching that's not current. It's like Fruits Baskets. I'm finishing that up. Uh, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? It's really good dungeon anime right there. Really good. Um, to Your Eternity. Really sad. Um, Devil's a part-timer. Uh, I, I I got my hands, like... I got my hands in a, a, the fire big time right now. Yeah, yeah. My man so, said he's watching everything. Like, uh, it's just too many. I got way too many shows I'm watching right now. So, I'm busy. What, Damn, about, what about you? Uh, yeah, what, what you been watching you, lately outside of Gundam? Well, that's a long list, man. <laughs> uh, you know, like right now, I guess the ones I'm consistently watching are your classic, you know, weekly releases. We got One Piece. Uh, Bleach right up until it finished, Chainsaw Man right up until it finished. Um, but you know, if you if you go look at like my Hulu and my Crunchyroll history, you're gonna see oh god, by about ten different Gundam series in the last three or four months. <laughs> Mob Psycho 100, a drunken rewatch of Gurren Lagann because why not? Uh, seasons four and five of JoJo's, good ass show, bunch more. And then uh, right now, what I'm really diving into is I'm in the middle of the Chimera Ant arc in Hunter Hunter, so. Excited to Ooh. finish that up. I never got to watch that one as a kid, so. Bro, I love Hunter Hunter. It's a good show, man. How you how you feeling about the Chimera Antarctic? Um, it's picking up. I going into the beginning of it, I didn't like it as much as the Hunter Exam arc and the um. Oh, I'm spacing on the name now. Holy cow! Yeah, the game arc where they're in the game, uh, Greed Island. So. Yeah. But it's picking some up. Some people say it's picking some up. Some people say the uh, the ant arc, you know, is one of the best arcs of you know Hunter Hunter. Which of course I don't know. I, I haven't seen it. But. I can definitely see that. I just got to see how it ends because you know I never got a chance to watch it as a uh, 
when I watched Hunter Hunter, it wasn't this new version of it. It was the OG one. So they didn't make it past. <laughs> yeah, so they didn't make it past. They didn't. I don't think you think they finished. Like they didn't even make it to Greed Island. Like it just kind of stopped one week, like Man. mid, uh, right before Greed Island, where they're at the uh, the auction. It literally just stopped. Like right after um, they killed a member of the spiders. It was like, oh, done. <laughs> Okay. Like the current one's done, you know? Just stop. Yeah. I don't think the show was doing as well back then, but uh it's yeah. like quite the following yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like we're like in like the golden age of anime as far as like accessibility. You have all these like streaming sites and you can really just watch whatever you want. So you know, back in the day you had to be on the you know, in front of your TV at a certain time. Yeah, two or two AM on a Saturday. Know? Right. Watching in was, you, you, you had to figure it out, bro. You had to figure it out back in the day, man. Well, we uh-huh. thought uh, we thought when Crunchyroll and Funimation came together, you know, it would be more of a, you know, simplified way to find anime. But now, hell, you got anime going to Prime and anime going to Disney and Hulu. And, and now you got High Dive in the scene. Uh, it, it's becoming more complicated as well, honestly. I'm, it just, is. Instead of just on one side, you know. I mean, Aaron, which I, Aaron Yeager. I love and hate. Aaron Yeager is officially a Disney princess in my eyes, so they got that going for him. <laughs> That's fucking great. He's my favorite Disney princess for sure, Dan. <laughs> Dang, Bill got her spot took. That sucks. <laughs> um, but yeah, some of the stuff I'm watching right now, it's it's been uh. You know, some spy family. Then you got the normal weekly stuff, uh, like One Piece. I got into One Piece like five years, four years ago, man. It took me like three and a half years to catch up on that mug. But like you said, Tyler, peak. I've yeah. also been watching uh, Haroni Kenshin. I think they're coming out. They're coming out with a uh, with the reboot, right? Yes, sir. The remake, uh, later I'm this year. So I'm super pumped. excited for that, man. Uh, I can't wait to watch that with like some some new animation. Because I mean, the story's good. It's already fun to watch, even though it's older. Um, my who's hero. A, who's animating that now? By the way, is that the same? Ble- same as Bleach? Is that right? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's the same yeah. studio. Um, just finished up Chainsaw Man's uh, first season. What else I've been watching, man? Uh, Tokyo Ghoul finished that a few weeks ago. Um, well, I, f- I got to a point where I want to stop watching. Is what I'm going to say. Uh, we'll leave that for another day. And then ranking of kings. That's that's pretty much all I'm on right now. Oh, and Doctor Stone. That Dr. that Stone. thing's a sleeper. Doctor Stone is a sleeper. I really enjoy that show. I haven't seen it. And then I think I'm I uh, here soon. I'm going to start watching like the OG Dragon Ball again. I usually rewatch that every few years. And that shit gets me geeked. Yeah, but that's it. That's it for me, guys. That's it. But uh, l- let's put on our crazy hats, you know, our uh, ancient alien wigs. And y'all tell me about y'all favorite anime crackpot theory. Let's keep it light. Let's keep it light. Dan? Who wants to go first? Oh, I guess I, I can I can start us with an absolute banger. Uh, this is an oldie but a goodie, but I still think my favorite uh, crackpot theory, of course, comes from One Piece. And uh, it's the fact that Crocodile is Luffy's mom. Whoa. <laughs> now say what? Okay, okay. <laughs> you, you care to elaborate on that one? You guys have never heard this theory? 
Oh, it's so good. No. So do you guys remember when Impel down when they're down there at uh, the bottom of the jail and we get that classic scene with the classic crocodile Mugiwara, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Ivankov is down there with Crocodile all like, I can't reveal Crocoboy's past, blah, blah, blah. Mentions boy 17 times talking to him. So there's mm-hmm. this crackpot theory out there that Crocodile used to be a woman in the Revolutionary Army who had an affair with Dragon before becoming a pirate. <laughs> and realized that he can't or she can't become a you know successful pirate without being a man. Mm-hmm. So basically has Ivankov turn him into a man, and that's when he rises to fame as a warlord. Oh, he was just looking for a little bit of extra hand strength is what he's looking for. Okay, okay, okay. And that is uh, that is absolutely my favorite crackpot one piece theory there is, dude. It's just absolutely ludicrous and very unlikely. Yeah, that, that's that's hilarious. I, uh, I hope that makes it in there, though. I, I've never, ever heard of that before, ever. <laughs> I kind of wish I had now, <laughs> honestly. You're, you're going to go back Fair. and watch Alabasta and be like, oh, I can't do this, dude. Bro, <laughs> don't get don't get the, don't get the man wet. Why are well, you fighting with your son? <laughs> well, I guess uh, I guess I'll go next. Uh, I don't I don't have too many crackpot theories, but um, if I had to have one, it would probably be One Piece. Um, it's it's not as wild as Dan's over here, you know. <laughs> Mine's just like I personally believe that Shanks is evil. And we'll try to kill Luffy at some time and point in time, probably towards the end of One Piece. But I really do believe Shanks is evil. He he is way too good to be true, in my opinion. Okay. Okay. I can see that, honestly. I think I mean, that's plausible. I, I think could plausible. I could be wrong, you know, I probably am wrong, but this dude, like why not? Yeah, he's got nothing but like, not? positivity going for him. But yeah, I, I could see that. I could see that. He's he's a pirate at the end of the day. I mean, he's out here talking to you know to the the big dudes, you know, and uh, uh, Mary uh, Mary Joie, like, yeah, Mary Joie, and stuff like that. Like he's got more connections than we think, you know. And uh, like I just feel like. He's gonna be shanks. evil. Yeah, he's 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 sus, man. He's real sus. <laughs> he gonna take that straw back. He gonna, he gonna take that straw hat back from mm. Luffy. Try to, anyways. I just that that would be awesome. That would actually be really cool. It'd be really cool, but I think it's very uh, unlikely in that front. Um, I don't know. Just like just like crocodile. I mean, we are talking about crackpot. Oh, I, I, went, I went all out on the crackpot, dude. Don't worry about that. Yeah, you did. I think y'all are going to like mine, though. Y'all might have heard of it, though. Y'all might have heard of it. Uh, mine is from Pokemon. And it's saying that, um, so like when Ash, I think it was the first or second episode, Ash was uh, trying to catch a Pidgey in like a storm. He ends up angering a flock of like sparrows. And Pikachu ends up getting beat the hell up right and so when they're escaping on his bike and he crashes pikachu like lets off a lightning bolt that kind of combines with the storm knocks back all the sparrow and ash so from there what the theory says 
is everything else is a coma. It's a coma dream. And it kind of tells you how it explains how it's the same police officer and nurse every town in every town because Joy, I think Jenny was the police officer. Only two police officers, only police officer nurse he knows. Um, it kind of explains why he never ages. You know, this, the show ran for 24 years and he went through a bunch of regions and, and no one got older for some reason. Um, it also explains like why no one knows him in every new region he goes to, even though he's like a top trainer, you know, in the world. See, and, uh, this one actually makes sense, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Are you starting to make sense over here? <laughs> yeah, so it's just it's just something random, man. But I like it because it is kind of plausible. But I don't think that would make for a good show if he woke up at the end, right? It just reminds me of that classic Pokemon Twilight meme where they meme where they have Ash instead of Edward talking to Odd. Uh, I can't remember her name, the girl. And it's how old are you? Ten. How long have you been ten? A long time. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about now that he's like retired though? Like, shouldn't it be like if that was the case, and they're starting to go in a new direction or whatever? Shouldn't it be that he woke up now, kinda? Well, no, now I think so. Now's the point where he goes and stands on top of Mount Silver in a cave, just waiting for some random punk to walk up and fight him. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's that's my theory. I think I think it's pretty funny though. It's just it's just it just seems wild to me. I like it. I like it. It's definitely uh definitely interesting and pretty pretty reasonable, honestly. Speaking of that though, I mean how like wild is it that Ash's what twenty five year journey? Is it twenty five years? Yeah, like yeah, I think so. 25-year right? journey is done. It's nice. I mean, the man is, I've been friends with Ash Ketchum longer than I've been friends with most people. For he's sure, down, for you sure. know, like, if you think about it, he's been a part of my life for a long time, so it's uh, crazy to think that he's finally going to hang up the uh, the old belt, if you know what I'm saying, and uh, go hide in a mountain. But I am excited yeah, I, to have new characters in Pokemon. That'll be very nice. I, th- I think that's a good thing as well, um, especially because I think they botched my man's uh, his new design, the one he retired with. I, I just hate how he looked, so I'm, I'm I'm happy to see him go now. I'm I'm excited to see you know how what we get you know what's next you know is it is it, you know what's after Team Rocket what's after Ash we'll see. They got a lot. They got a lot they can do with that, and let's let's hope that you know they actually turn it up big time. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping they go more of a classic TV approach and don't have the exact same plot every episode. That is all I want because they've gotten away from that a little bit with the new series journeys. But like, yeah, I'm, I've I watched a ten year old show or a show for ten year olds called Pokemon Journeys. No big deal. Um. <laughs> but they have gotten away from that a little bit where like team rocket is not in every single episode you know and sometimes they, do, they were doing raid battles against legendaries and stuff it was pretty sweet <laughs> pretty, well boys sweet. are are y'all ready to do the weekly rundown yeah i think i'm good with that heck yeah oh yeah let's uh let's talk about this uh week's shows 
Um, One Piece, my hero. Let's start. Uh, let's start with One Piece first. Uh, you want to go, Dan? Yeah. So, um, it was actually pretty funny. I was watching it last night, and I realized that I had missed ten forty eight. So, if stuff blends together, I apologize. I watched them back to back. Um, but the animation this week absolutely blew me away, dude. Like when I was watching You're it, joking. when I was watching, I was like, holy shit, they struck gold again. And I think they keep saving like the best animators. So, like the one who was kind of like the key on this fight with his name's Akihira Oda. And mm-hmm. every episode he touches is just gold, like absolute gold. Like it's that, you know, when you see like the crazy, like the faces start getting a little distorted mid fight. I love that. That's him. Yeah. That's him. That's his art style. Oh, That's okay. him bringing that okay. to the to the show. And they brought uh, in the designated hitter. Love that. Yep. But yeah, no, absolutely awesome show or episode, and uh, just so much hype. You know, Snake Man coming back. Uh, if you guys didn't know, it's been literally exactly four years from when Snake Man premiered back at World Whole Cake Island. Like it was exactly Jeez. four to the weekend since the it's original sooner for me it was last year oh yeah well no i'm sad yeah last year for me or, yeah last year for me too but i'm saying like chronologically like go back to the release watching a weekly you would have saw that four That's years wild. ago on the dot and oh it's has done that like a few times with things it's just like impressive how he maps everything out like that you know mm-hmm oda's bag is so deep Dude. bag is so deep i didn't realize it had been that long how long have we been in Wano? Like uh, two and a half years? Uh, yeah. I can I answer that? I think so. Oh God, I don't even know Wano. Like I said, I just I just started watching One Piece uh, last year, and it took me like I don't know seven eight months to catch up. You know. Yeah, yeah. When I was when I was doing my initial like uh, watch through, I would take like month breaks. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. It yeah, it took me like three and a half years. I was like, finally, finally, I caught up. <laughs> I was gonna say when you said three and a half years earlier, I was like, bro, it took me uh, a how? <laughs> <laughs> it took me a minute. How um, many episodes did I have back then? Like five hundred? No, it was it was in like the eight hundreds. Oh, okay, okay. I'm pretty sure. It um, probably was. It probably was. Yeah. So I just I looked it up. The uh. The air date for the first episode of the Wano arc when they climbed the waterfall was June 30th, 2019. So uh, it's been a minute. (laughs) It's it's been a minute. I almost had it on the dot. I said, what did I say? Three? Three years? Something like that? Whatever. Um, Tyler, what did you think about this uh, most recent episode? Well, um, I really liked it. Um, I I felt like it was uh, more of like a comedy comedic relief you know episode um pretty much like it was full of you know funny moments or it tried to be funny uh with momo especially um i mean we all thought he was gonna get you know more at least a little bit more mature you know (laughs) but as we've seen momo is still scared of heights he's still you know uh, basically a kid which uh, I forget her name the uh, ripe ripe fruit uh, lady ninja lady uh, uh, anybody you're talking uh, Shinobu? Man. 
Yeah, Shinobu. Yeah, Shinobu. Uh, yeah. Shinobu told us, you know, that he wasn't going to mature any, but I still had hopes for my man, you know. But sadly, he did not. Uh, he's still a little <laughs> crybaby, you know. Is what it is. Uh, True. I mean, the end of it was really good. Uh, it had me hopped again. It was one of those moments, you know, you're like, oh, shit, you know, let's let's wait and see what happens next time. You know, wow. uh, the animation was top tier, you know, like usual. Dude, uh, watching, watching Luffy come in on the back, on the head of Momo and just go gear for snake man and go straight to the jet cauldron. Well, you got Yamato on the yeah. ground with divine swiftness, swiftness, white serpent. Like I was like, holy shit, this is does, awesome. Does Yamato <laughs> even know he's there? No, I don't, you know, I, I don't, don't think, think so. so. Like, I, think she's locked in right now. I mean, you watch her getting, you know, struck by literal lightning to launch this attack with her club yeah. in the air and you just see Momo in the background. It's like, Oh my God, they absolutely <laughs> killed it with the visuals on this one. Oh yeah. That, that's definitely uh, a screensaver right there. That was a great shot. Some people was comparing, uh, you know, Luffy's entrance on top of Momo to, you know, pain arc Naruto's entrance. Have y'all seen that? I did see that. You got, Oh like, yeah. Like one of the most iconic, you know, things, uh, entrances. They're comparing that to, luffy right now you know it's pretty wild in my opinion you, you know like it was you know it was like it was a good intro but like pain uh, yeah pain, uh, that, that's just like iconic man that's iconic no, you, you gotta see if this stands the test of time i, I mean I, I got chills when i seen naruto enter in pain you know mm-hmm. sakura sakura hollered you know screamed out and you know agony what whatever and then naruto just shows up in sage mode like i got chills did I get chills with Luffy coming in? No, not really. Not like that. Nah. But I know he's fixing to tear some shit up. You know what I mean? I, right. I think if you're looking for that moment in the Wano arc or so far, it's been, you know, the uh, episode where he does the Red Rock. It comes up on the roof for the first time. And right before it says to be continued, it just got him saying he's going to be the king of the pirates. I think that's that moment in this arc, you know? For me, I think oh, it's fire, when oh, he fire. just... Yeah, for me, I think... It's when he walks past him to, uh, you know, check on. Uh, oh yeah, that whole episode, yeah, yeah. dude. That was- yeah, and then he, they're they're just so surprised, you know. And then he has Law, you know, switch him, get get a. Uh, uh, I can't even, I can't remember his name either. I'm terrible with names, boys. Y'all gonna <laughs> talking Law? No issues. No, 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 no. Uh, the uh, samurai kid. No, no, Samurai. Zoro? No, no, uh, he's talking about... Oh, no, 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 Kinemon. Kinemon. Remember when Kinemon was just laying there and Luffy just walks right past Big Mom and Kaido to Kinemon to tell him thank you or whatever? You know? Y'all oh, remember yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 was, that was my I really moment. That, that was yeah, my I moment. That. I was going to actually say the same thing. Really? Yeah, to be honest. I mean, I thought that was just so cool. Like, I mean, you got two of the baddest SOBs on the planet, and you just casually sc- stroll past them, not even worried about them. I mean, Luke Go check a, on your boys, you know Luke what I'm saying? Luffy's a bad bitch, you know what I mean? <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> He's got that dog in him, dude. Mm-hmm. Absolutely Man. got that dog in him. And and, and from, from that episode, I was... So when uh, Shinobu made Momo older... 
I guess, only in body. Like Dan was saying, I, I, I hope he was going to grow up like a little bit or have a little bit more confidence because he's got that big old dragon body. But like, imagine being that afraid still and like you're like 200 meters long and huge. I mean, you're Kato-esque, you know, like everybody thinks you're Kato. Everyone right. for the color. Up, man. You got big power now, you know? Like you got Luffy standing on your head. Like, come on now. You're safe. You know, like, you're safe. <laughs> Everything's going to be okay. You're the safest person in this you know onigashima you know mm-hmm. like you're the safest i guess chill bro i guess you do got to think about it from the viewpoint of like an eight-year-old kid though because that would be terrifying to actually have happened to you yeah and i, I, mean, I can kind of look but, at it from he, that he, but he knew what he was getting into and i think right he asked for it well, you, you know? know and i and i think like even though he's eight years old like to have already been through so much, you'd think he'd be a little calmer now, you know? Yeah, but he's always been a crybaby. He is. He is. He gets on my nerves, honestly. He gets uh, on my nerves. So at least he has a big dragon buddy, so he looks cool now while he's crying. I mean, he's he's better now, but he got on my nerves a lot before, but he's at least better now. Luffy's toughened him up a little bit. Into him. Yeah. He's called him a crybaby so many times, you know, that <laughs> he's kind of, you know powers through it now after like a brief moment of crying so mm-hmm. i mean and that's then, plus for sure and then how about yamato standing up to kaido i thought i thought i think this whole fight's been so cool they kind of just been going blow for blow well maybe not quite blow for blow but yamato was boxing this episode man she was I getting think, some hits off she made yeah. homeboy bleed a little bit i thought that was awesome I think Kaido's holding back a little bit on her, though. Honestly, you know. Oh yeah. I mean, for sure. I mean, Yamato isn't. You know, Yamato's going hard. You know, hundred percent. I mean, but I think Kaido is holding back some. Coming off that though, has Kaido actually fought anybody a hundred percent yet? I don't think so. No, not there's, yet. There, there's no way. I mean, has yeah, I think has, he's got a few more tricks up his sleeve. You know. Do y'all oh, think yeah. that Yamato has pushed him more than Luffy pushed him before he, you know, got thrown into the sea? Um, um, that's that's hard to say. One that was a was a little while ago for me, but I I'm I'm thinking him getting getting jumped by the like the like the like the big three, um, from the worst generation. I think he was kind of playing around at first. And once they started popping off a little bit, and then Luffy was by himself, I think they pushed him a little bit farther than what Yamato is doing. Yeah, collectively, yeah, I see that. Especially Zoro. Zoro scared him big oh, time. Oh yeah. If if Zoro could have kept fighting, that he would have had a problem. All he had to do was connect with that one, uh, one slice, man. That was it. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Zoro, what do you guys think about the? So if you guys watch that episode and you look at the samurai in the cave with Yamato and she's a kid. Yeah, I want to talk about this too. And you're looking at it and uh, Shimotsuki Ushimaru, who is one of the daimos and a direct descendant of Ryuma, the greatest swordsman of Wano ever, yes. looks mm-hmm. a lot like Zoro on the dot. That's his daddy. Identical. That's his Pretty daddy. much, except for mm-hmm. the hair. But you don't do that by mistake, right? But but I will let you know since you said this, Bass. 
that uh, you said it looks like his daddy, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I happened to see this. Oda said in the question panel of the manga uh, back a little while ago, somebody asked, uh, they said that uh, Ushimaru isn't Zoro's father. That's what he said. Okay. But in my opinion, just because he's not, you know, Zoro's father doesn't mean he isn't related to him, you know. I what's the odds of Zoro being a descendant of Ryuma too, you know? Yeah, I mean the uh the village where Zoro changed or trained as a kid is named Shimasuki Village, named after the Shimasuki clan. And mm. if you notice, you know, their sword style is very similar where Ushimaru has two swords and Zoro has three. Yeah, I was looking I was looking looking into it quite a bit and there's like a lot of similarities between uh Ushimaru and Zoro and you I mean, know even the even the uh semi robber saying that what when he woke up from that being in that bandage and they were saying he fights just like him. Even his oh, sword plays the yeah. same. They yeah. look exactly the same. I didn't catch that. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's really just Oda with an awesome foil, but it's a lot See? of coincidences. One of the other- what oh, I want to yeah. do. What I want to do. I really want to go back and watch uh, Thriller Bark and uh, watch the fight again between Zoro and uh, Ryuma. Oh, that'd be awesome. And, you know, see if there's any uh, wordplay there. Foreshadowing, uh, because you know we know Oda loves to do that. You know, what's the odds that he threw something in there? Yeah, that's actually that's actually a good idea. I might do that too. I mean, too. the man has been planning this out for twenty something years. years at this point. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's had this whole story figured out, and he's just a wizard at bringing callbacks. I mean, oh, it's... big time! I mean, the, yeah. the 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 painstaking planning that he's put into this show is is part of the reason I com- consider this peak fiction. It's long. I mean, this is this is it's an epic story. It's been going on for twenty some years. Um, hopefully, we have Oda the whole the whole way. Um, hopefully, <laughs> and until we get this done, you know what I'm saying? Because it, it, it's not wrapping up anytime soon so i hope they got him walking around in the bubble with six bodyguards you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> and just one other fun thing going back to uh the samurai so right before they broke out of the the sacred cavern or cave or whatever they called it you saw that uh ushimaru took his kimono off and just showed his tattoo on his back yeah. I thought it was really interesting that for a guy who was, you know, covered in scars, he'd have a single scar on his back. And I thought that was an awesome callback to the classic Zoro line, scars on a back or a swordsman shame. And then I'll say, like, yeah. that must be why the samurai have their tattoos on their back. Because, you know, you see him with it. There's other samurai in the show who have the tattoos of their clan mark on the back. So it's a way that your clan never gets damaged. And if it does, you're a, you know, you better. Uh, a disgrace. You disgrace. Know. Yeah. So I thought that was cool, yes, too. Sir. But overall, an awesome episode, man. I uh, I kind of want to go back and rewatch it. I'm really excited to rewatch this arc, or at least the big fights, not weekly. Yeah, I, all at mm-hmm. once. You know, I really think that's where One Piece it shines. It's different when you get you can just like binge them. Yeah, it, it just hits so different. 
Um, you guys still want to talk about Trigun Stampede? We can talk uh, about yeah. it a little bit. Uh, before yeah, you get there, what do, what do y'all think about the... Y'all see the One Piece live action coming? 2023? Yeah. This year? Whoa, what, what are y'all feeling about that? They said uh, Oda is very involved in the adaptation process. Is what they say. Uh, I sure as hell hope so. Um, worried. I'll tell you, I, I'm a, I have some PTSD when it comes to live action adaptations. <laughs> um, Cowboy that, Bebop? That, uh, no, no, no. Way before that, as a child, <laughs> as a young young boy, as a, as a young young bass. Are you gonna say Dragon um, Ball Evolutions? No, bro. It's way worse. It's way worse. You know, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That live no. action was so garbage, bro. That was that show's so good, but that oh my god, they were calling him Ong. It was it was bad, bro. <laughs> M Night Shyamalan really let me down. Bro. You want to know the worst part? What's the up? live action Avatar: The Last Airbender movie was better than Dragon Ball Evolutions. See, I just quit watching live action adaptations after that because I, I just I remember yeah. how I felt. Walking out of that, movie. I don't even think we watched the whole thing. It was me, my mom, and my sister, and we always used to watch the show together. And I was like, "Nah, bro, let's get up out of here." Well, the last one I watched was Cowboy Bebop, and it started out okay, you know, and then it just, I just didn't like it. It just it started just being bad, you know. Mm-hmm. And. I don't know. I'm I'm scared. I'm scared to watch the One Piece one whenever it comes out. But all like they they're saying Oda has a big part in it. But I I don't know. I don't know if that's gonna make me want to try it or not. I don't want to hate it. You know what I mean? Right. I so you know. I don't know. I very much doubt out of the three of us that I'll be the first one to watch it. Just saying. Oh, I'll probably be the first one to watch it. (laughs) And. I, I kind of feel like it's one of those things, though, where as zany and fun as One Piece is, is it's at least like semi rooted in something you can do with at least the first early episodes. They can pull that off with CGI, I feel like. You, you definitely can. It'd be harder now, but yeah, like the uh, anytime before they get to what is it called? The Grand Line wouldn't be too crazy, honestly. Yeah. And especially the very beginning would be pretty easy. And one thing I did like is that they were very because a lot of times you see when they do anime TV shows, um, they come out of studios in Japan and like, say, like Attack on Titan. There's no blonde people in it. And it takes place in like a fictional, essentially Europe, you know, Full Metal Mm -hmm. Alchemist, the same thing. It's a it's a white guy in Europe and it's like. They just don't do a good job of actually getting actors that fit the roles they're supposed to. But One Piece right. so far has done a really good job. They found a kid from, you know, a Brazilian background like Luffy. And they found a, actually a Japanese guy for Zoro. And they found a French looking yeah. guy for Sanji. And they're actually like taking that into account. So hopefully yeah. it's a little easier to watch. You know, I mean, I've not watched many, but the only like live action stuff I've seen that has done well is like if it's based on like a samurai story or something like that. Okay. Like and, and, uh, it does decent. make me feel it does make me feel better that, that Oda has a hand in it. Hopefully a very heavy hand. Uh, apparently he does. Um which you don't know how you know how true that is. You know, I I seen it like on a uh Twitter um official Twitter account, so um I mean we'll see, you know, we'll see. 
yeah but, uh, and no, it, he's definitely come out and said multiple things um you know he like writes little letters to the fans in the manga and stuff like that and he said that he's really enjoyed the filming process and watching it and seeing some of his characters come to life so hopefully it's good but okay that I mean, I don't think it'll get very far, you know, into the storyline, you know what I mean? So, uh, no, I think it's planned to go through, um, the, oh, wow, I'm spacing out right now. The, um, first Fishman Pirates arc, not like Fishman okay. Island, but the, um, that's pretty decent though, honestly. With, with, uh, Horty? No, 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 before that. I, why am I spacing out his name? Not Horty. Uh, I know who you're talking about, though. The octopus. Well, yeah, the octopus is there it's uh, before the octopus. Sanji's. Sanji's. Uh, uh. No, it's when they pick. So, I think he's talking about when they pick up uh, Nami. Yeah, right? yeah, so it's gonna go through the Baratheon. Oh. Uh, and then. Oh, you're talking about uh, um, Arlong. Park. Arlong. There we go. Yes. That's the word. Okay, okay. I'm sitting there. I'm like, why can't yeah. I think of this? <laughs> Sano shark. Close, close. Yeah, yeah. He's a saw no shark, but yeah, like I mean, they're gonna get into that arc is where it's kind of gonna go in the first season, from what I understand. Well, you think they're gonna get? I mean, no, that's what we'll get said. to see the iconic, you know, uh, Nami Luffy scene. You know, yeah. uh, that's the first time I ever got chills in One Piece. To be well, honest. when he puts his hat on her head, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's when a she's huge crying. Moment. You know, yeah. Oh, and that, it was it was my first moment, you know, One Piece. Like, oh shit, it's getting real now, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm Loki. Like one of the only reasons I want to watch it, knowing they're gonna go that far, is I want to see a gum gum battle axe come through a four story <laughs> building and just topple the thing. That sounds like fun. I'm with that. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. Uh, I know you mentioned Dragon before that. You guys want to get into My Hero, the episode that dropped uh, this weekend. Uh, we can get into my hero before we uh let the world know about Trigon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's do it. Uh, what was this week's episode called? The wrong way to put out a fl- uh, a fire. Yeah, episode one thirty. Yes, sir. But I, uh, yeah, I guess I could. I can go with my opinions on it first. I thought it was, you know, it was a great introspective into like Dobby's life, and um, I thought it was really really cool to see the whole Todoroki family come together in it. Um, I do enjoy that it gave us a little more backstory into Endeavor and the whole Toya thing with why he just kind of threw him to the side. But it like, you know, everyone just thought it was because he wasn't going to be good enough, but it was really because he cared about Toya and didn't want to see him covered in burns all day. And like, I don't remember if that got brought up in the past, but I thought, you know, that really sure that Endeavor does have like a soft side no matter what people think right he just didn't know how to handle it you know what I mean true he just didn't yeah Uh, that's exactly what I was about to say I mean as a dad you gotta have to like think about how you talk to your kids but clearly he wasn't doing that and it kind of like fleshed out a little bit more of you know how he was being not the best dad right um we had some flashbacks here and there um to Shoto's childhood, but it, it kind of really flushed up the story, right? And we got to hear but a little bit more about uh, Toya's family, and I thought that was really good. It gives a lot of context um, because you know, getting Endeavor back up on his feet is gonna is gonna be some work, and uh, them having to 
fight this out as a family. We needed that backstory to, you know, have some context. Yeah, for sure. Uh, another thing I like to see out of this one was, you know, at the end, you know, Bakugo really does care about Deku. We all know it, you know. He loves Deku. Um, yeah, he's just a firecracker. It is yeah. in his own dynamite ball of flame. Way. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't even know what his hero name is anymore. It's some kind of explosion murder god dynamite. <laughs> I think like that. that's what it is on the dot. That is over wrong, but yeah. I, I, I love how they just made like someone that's so serious have like the the most ridiculous name. Love it. I, 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 I thought it was gonna be something cool when he when he said it. Uh, I was like, what, you know, what, what, he's about to pop off. What he's gonna say? What's he gonna say? And I was like, yo, you gotta be kidding me! But I loved. I absolutely loved when it shows best genius and Hawks walking through the hallway in the hospital. He's like, oh, hello. How are you feeling? Explosion, murder, god, dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so casually too. <laughs> I love it. So speaking of Deku, like, what do you? What do you? You know, y'all heard. Uh, all might say he's talking to the past wielders of one for all right now. What do y'all think that's about, you know, while he's in the coma? Well, if you if you guys remember going back like a few episodes, you know, there was a point where all for one technically could have taken. Sorry, one for all yeah. could, could have actually taken all for one. And the previous founder said, hey, we're not going to let you do that. This is where we reside and all that. So I think him witnessing that has made him have to like kind of look inside himself and really think about that and what he can do with their powers and how to expand on what he currently can do and what he needs to do going forward to, you know, be the symbol of peace and, you know, a sign of hope for the My Hero world. But like one of the things you got to think about is, you know, is he is primary target number one. So I'm sure he's really looking to himself as like, how do I protect my friends, even though I'm the target of all for one and, you know, the entire League of Villains or whatever they're going to be called now. I mean, Jesus, they, yeah. they bro- broke all body, the baddies you know, out, you know? His body can't, you know, <laughs> withstand, you know, the 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 amount of power he's got, you know, right now, you know? as well right. so how can he protect him and himself and his friends when his body's just getting mangled every time he fights you know i'm yep. interested and especially to see. from his his own doing yeah so yeah he, he's definitely getting some some coaching while he while he's out right now oh yeah uh, so i kind of i kind of hope he comes out with it um with a better idea about you know what he can do to help um and there was something else that i thought was interesting that came out of this last episode you saw uh hawks and forget who he was talking to but they started asking about what is one for all and then they found out that all might was in there sitting by deku's bedside and they're like oh all might's in there and they've all been wondering why all might has taken such an interest in deku so that's a new angle we haven't really seen. No one's really been asking about what is it, you know? Yeah, I or think even that it uh, exists. So it, it'll be it'll be cool to see people actually on their side asking questions about it. Yeah, I think Hawks actually asked Endeavor uh, what it was, if I'm not mistaken. Um, that is right. And it, it Endeavor did. like kind of spaced out, you know, and actually remembered Deku, you know. Um, 
which I don't know what that's all about. Uh, I mean, he obviously knows more about it than Hawks and Best Genus, you know, uh, mm-hmm. as far as Deku's power goes. But I'm interested, uh, like you said, it's interesting to see how it's playing out now that people are starting to find out about, you know, Deku. So, Right. And I think that could be a sticky situation um, because don't you, all you have to do is like eat the person's hair, right? Well, uh, or do they have to be willing to give it to you? And yeah, eat your hair. There you go. I think they have to be willing. Yeah, because okay. Okay. during I don't remember which my hero in one of the my hero movies, um, Midoriya gives a piece of his hair to Bakugo to fight the big baddie, oh, and they both got gotcha. all for one. And they get it's fuck. It's a really gas scene, you know. Them both going at it, and uh, within a few days, you know. Bakugo can't use it, and that's when they learned that you can't, it has to be a willing pass on of the power. And I mean, going back to this episode, you clearly see the vestiges of you know all for one saying this is our vessel, this is where we're gonna be. So, just gotcha. proving the point gotcha. of the movie, you know. Right, right, right. I hadn't seen any of the movies. And we're uh, we're actively seeing right now in my hero we're actively seeing the downfall of heroes happening right now it's awesome the public you know is distrust you know especially with you know dobby's story coming out um you know all the stuff that happened with the raid how it went wrong there at the end um you know uh all for one uh being busted out of prison you know mm-hmm. like it's it's a it's a it's a bad time all the heroes retiring right now or a lot of heroes retiring just because the morale's low like what, oh yeah They're what do y'all think out in the street um yeah. I, I think it's really cool how that's playing out and then uh the league of villain villains putting out those like uh court tools and putting them on the street oh the, the support a, tools the support tools, yes. I thought that was a pretty genius play by them. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, because, I mean, that's just going to create more havoc and fear. You and know, also, and it's going to make them feel like they're going to, they can, they can get by without them. Which, and when in reality, they're just putting each other in danger. Yeah. I mean, we see, it's kinda you like know, guns in, in America, right? Yeah. I mean, we see the last episode, you know, where I think it was last episode where people took the, you know, um, uh, the crimes in their own hand, you know, justice in their own hand. And, uh, like it ended up hurting people really bad before the heroes could get to them. So. Right. And then now, you know, do the heroes have to worry about, about civilians attacking them if they're angry enough? It's, I think it's just going to add like a really good element to the story. Oh, hundred percent. One thing I did really enjoy that they put in there was watching the number nine hero retire. I can't remember what his name was, but he was the samurai hero. And uh, they just kind of pointed out that it's like, yeah, you know, a lot of these guys are older and they're kind of living off the success of what they did in their younger days. And that's why they're popular. So it's kind of interesting mm-hmm. to see that, you know, like uh, they got to get out of the game because they can't hang anymore, you know, which is going to really bring a focus to the kids and, you know, who we've been enjoying for the last, what, five, six seasons, you know? So I think that's a really cool right. way they kind of like Loki did that. Yeah, that was a good narrative tool, honestly. 
Because after a while, it would be like, you know, why aren't the adults handling this? But that's a good way to, to handle that from a writing perspective. Alrighty, uh, what do y'all want to move on to Trigun? Yeah, I think we can keep that yeah, pretty. Let's give it a we shot. can keep that pretty short. It's sweet. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's gonna be you know pretty short as well. Uh, so I don't want. Let you start out. Oh, I was just saying I don't want to start out on this because I only made it through a couple episodes oh. and then I almost just went okay. back and watched the original Trigun. Well, yeah. there's only three episodes or maybe four. Four. Oh, okay. Four. It just I watched got the released like today. yesterday. I was being something. a good boy. Yeah, yeah the, the fourth well, one came out yesterday. Let's uh, let, let's let Bass start it out then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, I'm gonna tell you what I liked first. Uh, mm. I, I like I have one character that I like. Um, the show was yeah, but I had one character I like. Uh, Roberto De Niro. I think he's hilarious. Um. He's just so snarky to to what's the uh, his partner's name? The uh, reporter. Yeah, the the other reporter. I'm not I'm not sure a name. The little girl. Meryl Meryl Strike. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I like how he's just always drinking out his flask. He, he he stays pretty even keel, but he's just always racking on her, saying, "You know, you're gonna die soon." Blah 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 blah. Let's get out of here. Why do you care? I think it's pretty funny, but to be honest with you, the story didn't kind of like hook me at all. Um, kind of a little convoluted right now. Don't really feel like it's going anywhere fast. Um, but my biggest complaint about it was the art style. CGI. Yeah, the CGI was is is too much. It's too much. I mean, you have shows that use it properly, like Demon Slayer. Chainsaw Man did a decent job with it, and it's a little spotty in Chain Man, uh, Chainsaw Man. But it's just really off putting to use completely throughout a whole show. I think, I don't think they did that very well. Um, yeah. I mean, the animation to me, it seemed like, you know, it wasn't smooth at all. It seemed like very clunky and jittery, especially like when you're like up close scenes, when they're talking or moving, it was really rough to watch. It was like, so jerky, you know, um, like it just it it was hard to watch honestly for me, and the fact that the fir- one of the first scenes that you're jump you know bounced into is of them talking and stuff like that, and you just like, man, this looks like shit, you know, <laughs> off the get go. You're like, hopefully it gets better, you know, but it don't. You know, right. we're three to four episodes in, and it's still shitty, you know. Yep, and like after the first episode, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, "Is this gonna like grow on me?" Like, yeah, is 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 this art style gonna grow on me? I'm four episodes in, and I'm like, "Man, this hurts my eyes, brother." I'm just confused on the story. Like, I I can't like I don't know what the story is right now, uh, or other than the fact that uh, like maybe the two brothers came down to whatever planet they're on now if they came from another planet i'm not even sure about that yet and i'm i'm assuming that the good one's gonna be chased by the bounty hunters and law while having to take down the bad one eventually is what i'm kind of digging out of it but you you can't really tell that you know what i mean it's they do a horrible job well right so. so it's not that they're doing a horrible job it's that it 
in 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 both the manga and the older anime they introduced that a lot later and they built okay. up to okay. it so i don't know if stampede is going to do the same thing but the story is incredible and i highly recommend you just go watch when that dropped in 1998 <laughs> the og trigon <laughs> and i think i might just rewatch that because i haven't watched it in probably you know 15 years so that might be my route for the rest of trigon because like you guys are saying okay. i couldn't I couldn't get past the the animation and I it, it makes me worried because I think we're going to start seeing a lot more of it as we continue on but um right. I think I think this one was done by like Studio Orange or something like that I've which never even heard of them They've I haven't either I looked and seen what they did before and the most popular uh, anime they have actually uh animated was Beastars you know I haven't ever seen that, but I know it's kind of popular, you know. It, um, so I haven't watched Beastars yet, but from what I've seen, it's a very similar animation style. Hence the reason I haven't dove yeah. into it. You know, I I just gotcha. I think yeah. we were all well. I was really hyped about Trigon Stampede because I've seen the original and it's awesome. I mean, if it <laughs> if if they'd done a better job with the animation and maybe sped up the story a little bit or like give us more information or something you know to to let us you know have a grip on it you know and maybe you know this would be okay right now it's like a three out of ten four out of ten for me right now and that's just through three to four episodes uh another thing i really didn't like about it was the music the music in the The scenes like was really overbearing like it was so loud um when it didn't need to be that loud in certain scenes like I, I it almost made me stop watching it during those times honestly it just didn't need that especially right. that loud and and I, and I feel like they're they're trying to hook you on the mystery of the characters right they, and, they have to be but, but but the thing is you can't make it hard to look at at the same time like maybe yeah. if it was hard to look at and they just started the story off with a bang, you know, that would be a little different, but it's like the characters aren't that compelling. The animation, it's terrible frame rates at times. It's jittery. So it's like, I don't feel an incentive to like keep watching it. Right. And I've never seen the original Trigun. So maybe I go watch that and, and kind of see what that's about. Yeah. I mean the story, I mean, I've only made it through two episodes, but the story was different out front. Like, uh, Roberto De Niro is actually not even in the original. That's a new character they added. Um, I did see that. I did see that when I look at the character list and, between the two. And one of the big difference, too, is that uh, originally. Vash is a 60 billion dollar man, and in this, he's only a six million dollar man. So I'm kind of curious to see if they went a reason for that or if it's like. They just changed up the, you know, bounty scaling because 60 billion is a crazy, ridiculous number. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a whole the, lot of the money. Man is, the man is 20 loopies. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they, kept on, they kept on talking about the plants and stuff, but we know nothing about the plants. That, except for their important, that comes you know? a lot more into play in, in later in it. So... 
I don't know. I don't, um, I don't want to spoil anything, yeah. so I don't want to say it. Yeah, yeah I feel that. So, but like in this one, I, I just don't feel like you can place so much importance on them without giving me something. Yeah. You know, yeah, I was like, very why confused. Is it? Like, why? Uh, there's, no, there's no big whys right now. Yeah. Yeah. Do they need it to live? It's not you enough know, to keep I, me I mean, I don't know. Well, it's like you saw, and I mean, in the very first episode, you saw that the plants are what purify the water and, you know, provide for the cities and towns to actually be able to survive. So that is a part of it. Um, yeah, there's a lot more to it. And I think if you want to enjoy the story more, uh, the original did a better job overall, okay. just um, displaying the characters' emotions and things like that. And frankly, spiky hair beats new age gen hair ten times out of ten. So, uh, Dan, you want to let uh, let them know if we recommend watching this or not? I, I I don't think so. I don't think we're in. A, I don't think we're in on this one. I think we're gonna we're gonna table this. Maybe it becomes. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a pass. Maybe it becomes something we bring back after we. Uh, if it, I can watch it all in one day or something, you know, because I don't maybe. True. Yeah, I don't. Maybe, maybe if y'all wanna want us to suffer, you know, just let us know. Maybe we'll bring it back, <laughs> you know, in the future. We'll see. But I know that um, it's just it it I, it's like it was a really iconic show from a lot of people our ages, childhoods, and they're just butchering it, and it's it's a shame. It's a shame. It is very unfortunate. So if you're very if you're new to Trigun, um, go watch the original. And, you know, if you're one of those people who can't get past older animation, good luck with this one. <laughs> it's tough. It is. It is. Um, but our next segment, guys, is we're going to talk about a past anime for a little bit here. Uh, we just got through our weekly rundown and we're going to we're going to spend a little bit of time here on Jujitsu Kaisen Zero, the movie that came out. Uh, I believe that was last year, wasn't it, guys? Or the year before that? Uh, I think it said 2021, but that's that probably like right. uh, Jap, you know, Japanese release. Uh, I don't think it was in the it was in theaters this uh, last year, 2022, for you know North America. Yeah, the U.S. So, release date was March 18th, yeah. 2022. So it's been out yeah. for about eight nine months now. Okay, okay. It, it just recently got put on Crunchyroll, like. The end of last year, I believe it was. Oh wow! I thought I saw this in theaters in 2021. Okay, but I guess I'm wrong. It's all blended. Could have been if you was in, you know, Japan. Did you? Uh, did, <laughs> did you? That's well, I don't have a passport, so that'd be kind of that's tough. That's an expensive man. movie ticket, dude. <laughs> oh, one of the most, right? One of the most. Um, but guys, yeah, like uh, let's let's run through this. Um, did I guess we'll start with this? Um. Did you guys like the movie and and what do you guys think uh added what do you think it added to the main show? Dan? Yeah, no, I thought um so it's it's kind of interesting how they they you know did it after the first season or lodge, but I released, but I thought it was a fantastic prequel. Um you know, it gave a lot more depth to some of the main characters outside of your like team of 3, you know, uh Yuji, Itadori, Fushigiro and Kugisaki. So I think it did a good job of like, you know, fleshing out some of the more side characters, especially, you know, uh, Ghetto and uh, Gojo. So I thought that was awesome. But um, no, overall, I thought it was a really good movie. 
Um, I think that, you know, Utah and Itadori had kind of a nice parallel going mm-hmm. in their story. But, um, you know, just two average high school kids who get, you know, linked with a demon. Yeah, they're kind of similar, you know? The, you are. know? Yuta got the queen of curses and uh, Itadori got the king of curses. So I thought that was kind of an interesting parallel. <laughs> yeah, it, it was crazy how he just started off as special grade. Dude is a, a freaking powerhouse. Yeah, I think I think he like he's a little bit uh, more reserved uh, than uh, Itadori is, though. Like I think Itadori is like more outgoing. It's the only difference that I really see, uh, kind of. They're pretty similar besides that, though. I think that's probably what they was going for, honestly. Trying to. Yeah, and, and I think so. And going off that, too, I thought it was really interesting how, like, when I when I say parallels, I mean, it's not the exact same. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting to see how two different personalities handle that kind of, you know, chaotic tragic thing just being inserted into your life you know mm-hmm. and they both and how they handle you know gojo <laughs> my guy gojo something else brother love him but hey, that, that mm-hmm. man something else well, i mean when, when you look at who his best friend is it kind of makes sense right <laughs> yeah now for sure, yeah. For sure. Uh, me yeah, from... I thought, I... go ahead uh for me uh like the show was the movie was, you know, pretty good. I thought it was really slow at the beginning. Uh, me personally, uh, as I had no idea who Utah was, um, I, I do now. But before this, this I watched this movie. I had no idea who this kid was at all. So that kind of made me uh, not care as much. But for me, these the fights. The fight scenes and animations of the fight scenes at the end, I think it carried it for me. Um, oh, dude, Rika is a yeah. scary, scary lady. That's for sure. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes. <laughs> but I think like even even Ghetto was like not having it. No, he's like, if I gotta beat this lady, I might die. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Speak, speaking of which, I'm, I think they're going to get into it in the show. I don't know if you guys have read the manga, but isn't in, uh, Ghetto in the actual show? Yeah, so he is kind of the big baddie right now, at least. I mean, besides, of course, right. Tsukuna. But no, this is kind of so Ghetto, his cursed energy is the ability to control curses. Sure. And uh, that's kind of what there's another parallel between Yuta and Itadori is that Ghetto wants their power for himself. Yeah, but, I just I just thought it was crazy because like at the end you you see uh, Gojo saying you have any last words, and then it kind of ends with that 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 blood splatter. Yeah, sound. he ate that. But then he's he's still alive. I mean, Gojo doesn't seem like the person that would probably kill his best friend, but you know they they heavily imply that. No, and this is uh so the reason they actually animated this um the, as a movie is you know it's it's a separate manga from. Jujutsu Kaisen, and uh, it really highlights Gojo and Ghetto's background really well, which is the next arc we're coming into. I haven't read it yet, but uh, the next arc we're coming into, the Shibuya Incident arc, is all about Gojo and Ghetto before this movie takes place and before okay. Ghetto goes to the uh, the proverbial dark side, you know? But um, right. 
I thought it was interesting that Tyler was saying that he's never heard of Utah because they do mention him a few times in season one. They do. And uh, he's overseas somewhere doing some stuff. <laughs> yeah, I looked it up and done some research, you know, um, of who Utah was, of course, after I watched the movie. And apparently, you know, they do mention him a few times uh, and so far. And I think he uh, has a bigger role. Uh, like in the upcoming uh seasons i believe um but i had no idea bro i didn't know who this kid especially kid version of this dude like i had no idea i thought it was like um uh toto or something uh is that his name toto the best best old friendo guy Uh, (laughs) i thought it was him as a kid i was like this dude has had like a huge glow up like you know he changed his personalities and everything you know so i was like bro this is gonna be sick if that's him but then they started calling him yuda and i was like oh no well i could only wish you know i guess guys (laughs) i i want to i want to go ahead and make a confession i need to get this off my chest um uh, for like a month after i watched this movie i thought yuto was fushiguro Oh, I know uh, I'm stupid. I, I could see stupid. that, but I think so. In English, I believe they have the same voice actor, and it was throwing me off. Oh, that's tragic. But, yeah. <laughs> so that's what had me messed up. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, they're not calling them the same thing, but they sound the same. So like, I was like, what the heck's going on? Nah, dude. And then I finally like looked it up. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm I'm just a dumbass. Nah, dude. You you you're <laughs> in Africa somewhere with the boy Miguel looking for a rope. <laughs> Bro, speaking speaking of JJT Zero, uh, that's like my favorite scene is him just getting boxed up by Gojo. Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. He was putting the hands on that man. I felt so bad for him. I didn't want to see my African brother get his ass whooped, but it was funny as hell. <laughs> I mean, that's the proverbial most powerful character in the existence of the show. Take it on some random dude with a rope. <laughs> Oh yeah, he never had a chance. Homie never had, he a, never chance. had a chance. The dude and he kept was, like, on so hyped to like fight him. Yeah, the dude kept on saying like, "I still got ten minutes left," and Gojo's over here like, "I could literally just wipe you out in one second, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like, I think it's like the beginning of their fight. A big uh, behind uh, Gojo, there's like a big demon that comes, uh, yeah, that comes in, and he just like blasts it away. And Miguel doesn't flinch. So I'm thinking, oh, he must be like that. He must be him. You know what I'm saying? And then he just gets packed up, bro. It's ridiculous. I was like, man, when you saw that, you should have run. You should have ran, my guy. <laughs> but I thought that was hilarious. I think, I think Gojo put, him, put, him, put like a 20 piece on the man. Good shit. For sure. I love stuff. I mean, I'll give this a... Me personally, I'll give it like a seven out of ten. Honestly, the movie it was pretty good. I liked it, especially the end. I had it a little higher than that. I had an eight out of ten. I think if um they fleshed out, you know, a little more substance to it, they fleshed out the backstory a little more. I think it could have been like a nine out of ten. But I think I, I'll give it an eight. True. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it like a a, a seven as well. Um, it would have been like an eight or maybe even a little higher for me. Um, Utah and Rita kind of got a little lovey-dovey towards the end of that and <laughs> the final fight and it was like 
honestly making me cringe. There's but other than that, I was I was very happy with the movie. <laughs> they was married, bro. What do you mean? Dude, I, I was in there bugging. I was like, this is making me so uncomfortable. I was sitting in the movie theater. I was I was like, this is kind of wild. They, they kind of went off the deep end with this. Bro, you didn't like the you didn't like the kids. Bro, just never felt the warm embrace of a demon, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was too much for me, bro. That was too much for me. Instead of eating fingers, you know, we just got to kiss her. That's it. Mm. Yeah. Hey, I'm not going to yuck his yum. <laughs> and then I thought uh, another cool thing to see was um, Ghetto's, like, backstory when he's talking to Dojo uh, about, like, how the weak should protect the strong. And then, you know, you're seeing him throughout the movie saying the exact opposite of that. Well, you got to remember that Ghetto is a gigantic racist, essentially. So he doesn't care about it. Oh, he yeah. do, he only cares about you know sorcerers. He doesn't really care about people. So in a sense, by that you know he still technically is holding by his uh, you know his statement. It's true. Yeah, I mean that's true. It's just his uh, his mood has changed around it. Yeah, right? the man watched a little too much Dragon Ball Z and really fell in love with Frieza. Is what I kind of the vibe yeah, I got. He did. Yeah, he did, and he's calling people monkeys and whatnot. <laughs> Classic Frieza, dude. Classic Frieza. Classic Frieza. Oh yeah, always. <laughs> all I can, uh, all I can think. But yeah, of. no, I didn't appreciate it when he called Maki a monkey, because that's the boss bitch right there. <laughs> You're not wrong, dude. He's always calling everybody monkeys. He even called uh, uh, the one chick with the glasses, you know, because obviously she doesn't have any. Uh, you know, uh, curse power or, you know, sorcerer, you know. Yeah, so, that's Maki, dude. Yeah, so. All I can think of, though, is whenever he says monkeys, is I don't know if you guys have seen Anime House 6. All I can think of is Frieza playing Vegeta <laughs> in basketball and going, check up, monkey. <laughs> Yo, they, uh, RDC freaking went crazy on that whole, that whole little movie they made. Oh, but then, that was one of my favorite movies. Oh. Uh, Parts right there. Freezer was on Vegeta's ass. For sure, man. Okay. Well, I believe that's it for the week, ain't it? Yeah, I think that'll uh Yes sir. That puts us uh the end of episode one. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, it's been great, guys. Uh thanks for making the time to uh come on by. And we'll see you again next week. And if you guys want to see more content from us, make sure you uh, join the Discord. We'll, uh, if you check out our bios, you can see that, as well as follow us over on Twitter and our other socials. That way you can stay up to date with us and find out when new episodes are coming out and things like that. And uh, yeah, beautiful. We'll catch you. And I uh, appreciate you all hanging out. Peace out. Anime DJs out of here. See ya. Yes, sir.